0: Lately, with being home more often than not, I find myself venturing off and, and checking out a movie that I wasn't planning on watching. The movie I came across was this movie called Pig and it stars Nicolas Cage. If you haven't seen it before or haven't seen any trailers or anything or don't know anything about it, I say don't look into it. Don't look at any trailers or anything like that. If you're a person who likes a slow burn, that's like a character study that does a slow reveal, that's about connections and things like that. It's a good movie to take a chance on. It's very different for Nicolas Cage, but I really enjoyed it. It really had heart, it really had journey, it really had insight on certain things and is very unexpected in a lot of different ways. So if you just want a movie just to kind of chill to and just kind of have time to sit back and and follow a journey of a person, I think this would be a cool one for you. All right, so that being said, this is the synopsis. A truffle hunter who lives in Oregon wilderness must return to his past in Portland in search of his beloved pig after she's kidnapped. Now, this, this movie is directed by Michael Sonarski. Um, and stars Nicolas Cage and Alex Wolf. And Alex Wolf, he's been in... I think the new Jumanji movie with The Rock and stuff. So he, he's been in a lot of stuff lately. He was in the new M. Night Shyamalan movie, Old. So when you see him, he's definitely a familiar face and he's, he's really getting out there doing his thing. So this movie was a trip. So even from the beginning, when it started, I couldn't tell what was going on with it. It was just, uh, you know, you see a guy out there in the wilderness and you think, well, it's a homeless guy in the wilderness doing whatever he's doing, searching for something. And when he calls out his pet, you know, not a dog come out, but, a, but a, um, a pig. And then you find out eventually that the pig is helping him find something. You find, you see that he's finding truffles. So it's like, okay. So you think like this dude just, he finds truffles or whatever. And he goes back and you see he's like a cook or something. And he's making this pie. And you could tell he's skilled at what he does. And it's just like, this doesn't fit. Is the way he looks, you know? It's just like, what's up with this dude? He's in the middle of nowhere in this cabin and he's hunting for truffles and he's making this elaborate dish. It's almost like this, he makes this dough for this crust that he's making and he's chopping up, look like like peppers and, and mushrooms and he's sauteing them and stuff and he's making this this elegant dinner. I'm like, wow, you know? So he's just cooking that for him and his pig. And then um, not too long after that, maybe the next day or so uh, you hear like this you know music and like this car coming up and it's just like local kids driving up to the wilderness or something what's going on with that and you come to find out the guy who who, you know came up with the car and the you know all the noise coming up up to his cabin is this guy who who buys his truffles so I guess he you know sells truffles to make money and he lives out in the you know the cabin and the, and the guys asking questions like hey man nobody's gonna know if anything happens to you out here you'd be dead out here do you want a cell phone or something like that or you want a portable shower you know and, and it's funny because Nicolas Cage character he was just kind of like you know and his kid the character name is Robin he was just kind of like you know he's closed the door to the guy's face because it's just like he ain't trying to hear it like I'm the way I want to be because that's the way I want to be so he goes on about his business and he's just kind of relaxing And he just stays to himself. And then um, one night, the pig wakes up and hears somebody at the door and he's like, you know, it's just the the wolves and the coyotes and stuff because you're in the middle of nowhere and, you know, you're hearing something, but that's, you know, it it can't be anything. And then next thing you know, somebody's kicking in the door and they stole this pig. And it kind of knocked him out. And he woke up the next day and he went on his mission to See if he could find his pig, and he goes into town and he looks for help and he needs a phone. He goes to his local diner, and the person he ended up asking for wasn't was dead for like ten years, so you know he hasn't been around for for a cool while. And he asks him to use the phone. He uses the phone, and who does he call? He calls the kid that that he sells the um, the truffles to. And he's like, "Somebody stole my pig. I need to find my pig." And the kid's kind of like, "Well, it's kind of not my problem, but we'll see what we could do." and just kind of go through all this stuff so he's going to, to like you know he goes to get the guy to kind of tell, take him to different places where people go and sell trade truffles and stuff and um, they come across this woman and it's like hey you know my, my pig got stolen and they knew that like um, the main character Robin noticed the kind of vehicle that the, the people who jacked them had and he went to go, go find them and the woman Who's like a truffle broker, you know, she's like, an, you know, or she, she's kind of like in the middle of the woods too. And people go there to find stuff and they sell them to her and then she sells it to the buyers and whatnot. So it's a whole little underworld for, I guess, selling truffles and stuff. So they, they kind of find the the people who robbed them and the people who robbed them are some tweakers and they couldn't remember exactly who they sold the pig to. And he just like, I was want my pig. And, um, so it goes on this, this wild goose chase to go find this, this pig. And it's just, the story just very quickly goes from a hermit in the middle of the woods to, you know, this journey of finding this pig and all the stuff he was going through and the people he was meeting and stuff. And you don't really know nothing about him, but as it, as it goes on, this more stuff unfolds and it's just kind of like some of it's outlandish, but you know, could be possible. And then some other stuff was just like, um, you know, kind of, kind of tragic and beautiful. But it's, it's neat because you learn so much about him, but you don't learn it from him. You learn it from the people that they come across or interact with, and things like that, or even how people um, react to his presence, or even his name, even his name. Um, yeah, and. I guess I'll get into like spoiler spoiler territory. But I some of the things I really thought that was really beautiful about this is like scenes where he came across a person he used to work for him in his restaurant and um, it's funny cause the kid thought he was taking them places cause he was like, I don't wanna go to this fancy restaurant. The kid's kinda wondering why and he's like, you know, just get me in there and and the kid gotta pull some strings because he has some connections because he sells some truffles and stuff to restaurants and he gets into this restaurant and he's thinking like he's running things and he, he's he's you know, he's the one making things happen. And they call um they call the they order some food from this fancy restaurant and yes, you know, and the kid sees the food. It's like this this modern kind of, you know, frozen fruit and meat and blah 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 with the smoke and the and the moss and the whatever, whatever. And obviously Nicholas Cage's character is not is not um impressed by it at all. And they told the kid like, yeah, you know, we, we, you know, we need to speak to the um, the chef. So the chef comes out all happy and proud of what he did and stuff, and and it was just this interesting conversation that they had. And at first, the chef didn't realize who he was, but when he realized who he was, and we're just kind of finding out as you know, as the, as the movie unfolds, you know, and this guy's just like tripping off. I'm like, yeah, you, you know, where you been? You've been gone for ten years, you know. You know, I always respected you. And he's like, so are you proud of this food that you made or whatever? And he's like, well, yeah. And he's like, well, you know, and, he, and the guy said, oh, I, well, I worked at such and such a restaurant. And he said, yeah, you worked there for two months. And the guy's like, what do you mean two months? He said, yeah, you worked there for two months and I fired you for for overcooking the pasta, you know. And, and, and so the guy's kind of thrown off and he's still trying to save face and he's still talking. And he kind of broke the dude down because he's kind of like, hey, man. When you was leaving and I asked you, what do you want to do when I let you go? What do you want to do? And you said, you just want like a simple, you just want this little pub. he said, how come you didn't do that? And he was just making all these excuses. Well, you know, you know, it's a bad investment and people don't really want a pub and stuff. And he said, he said, so what was that dish you said you wanted to make at that pub? And the guy remembered exactly the dish you wanted to make. And he said, what are you doing? He said, I want to let you know. He said, well, this is, this is popular and, and, and my restaurant's doing well. And he said, but this isn't you. He's like, none of this stuff is real. He was like, the, the critics who's talking about your restaurant isn't real. The people eating this food and stuff is, isn't real. You aren't real. And you know why? And he said, because this dish you made is not real. And that was just so powerful. I seem like I keep coming across this, especially lately, in the past few days, this whole thing coming up with, if you're not revealing yourself, nobody can really know you, and nobody can really know you, they can't really connect to you or love you in the way you should be because you are not giving them who you are, you know? You're showing and giving a representative, so on one hand, it's hard for you to keep up with that, and on the other hand, it's hard for somebody to connect on the outside of that, so it was just powerful the way he said it It made the guy break down because he knew the truth you know you know we live in fear and you and and you think you get some kind of success from it but the success is not true because it's not what you wanted to do or who you are it was just powerful unexpected 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 actually the reason why they went to that guy in the first place because they're trying to find out who took um who took his pig you know, because truffles are very rare, and blah, 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 and so there's only so many people that would be needing that kind of thing. And they reveal who the guy was who took the truffles. Couldn't find out, the guy who took the uh, the pig was the guy who was driving around, helping them out and stuff, trying to find, it was their guy's father. And I'm thinking like, well, when he said that pig was missing, to be honest, I thought that it was the kid that took the pig in the first place, because of just the way the whole beginning, you know, kind of went down with him making a comment about the pig and all this other kind of stuff. So it was a it was a trip that um I figured it had to be him or somebody connected to him, but it was his father. Uh, Nicholas Cage's character was upset and pissed and everything and um he's like tell me where your father lives. And he's like he said, "Man, I didn't know. I didn't tell him anything." He said, "Tell him where your father is." And he'll give him the address. So Nicholas Cage went to go see the father. And he's this big rich guy and they have a um, confrontation and everybody respects this dude. So they couldn't find out this guy's his big time chef and all this other kind of stuff and he just disappeared. And um, the guy respected him, but he was saying like, you know, the reason why he took the pig is because his son was finding success and selling truffles and stuff and he was trying to keep his um, son out of the whole business. He said uh, he was kind of surprised that his son did as well as he did, but you know, that whole world is just too much for him and he'll find him a desk job. So he's basically trying to get rid of the pig, which you get rid of the source of the, of, of partly the source of his son's success. And he figured if you get rid of that, the son kind of go away, have to come back to him and he'll just kind of break him down and just put him in a chair behind a desk somewhere. Um, so it was just so crazy. But it was interesting when the son and, because before they even was going out to kind of really Go for, try to track the pig down. The son and Nicholas K's character was sitting down having a conversation because the son had made him breakfast, you know, so I can't cook well. But, you know, he's talking about his family and his mom and dad, and he was saying, like, hey, you know, my mom and dad would have date nights and stuff, and they would come back, you know, drunk and mad and stuff. He said, This one night they went to this restaurant and they came back happy, and they cause was raving about this dish and this food and blah blah blah. And He was saying, like, this is the same restaurant that you want me to go to. And I thought that was kind of interesting because that's the last time he saw his mom and dad kind of happy. So when Nicolas Cage went to go see the father, and the father was like, you know, I'm not giving you that pig back. He's like, well, I'll give you some money, but if you ever come back here, I will kind of pretty much just ruin you. But I'll give you some money for the pig, but you're not getting the pig back. Nicolas Cage was not trying to have it, he leaves. You see that the guy's son is out there, and he's like, "Hey, I didn't mean to um, to tell him, you know, like I didn't know, because the kid was probably just talking to his dad, just being proud of what he's doing, trying to impress his dad. And his dad had these alternative motives, to try to you know mess him up. And you would think somebody would be supportive and stuff, but that's that's you just never know, because sometimes you you you're trying to do something to better yourself, to prove yourself to someone, and someone if they're not open to seeing that you know they're not going to see it and sometimes it goes to the point of even trying to dismantle what you're doing so you won't be able, so you won't be able to achieve what you're trying to achieve so it's just very interesting with the father and son kind of thing and and just different stuff but um but but yeah and so when the son is outside of the dad's house and, and nicholas cage go walking down it's like hey and you know you got a plan, but you just can't figure out, like, so what is he going to do? Are you going to burn the house down? Are you going to try to figure out a way to find that pig and kidnap him back or or what? And you tell the kid, hey, I'm going write down some stuff. I need you to take care of this. I'm going to take care of that. I need you to drop me out somewhere. I need you to get the stuff on this list. And so he got this, this guy, this kid on this mission. It was beautiful because it was, when the kid said, like, I don't know what you, so this stuff you want me to get, I get a stuff you want me to get, and he's like, "Well, they're not gonna. I don't, they, how am I gonna get in? They're not gonna let me in. They're not gonna." He's like, "Give him my name," and the kid was like, "Like, I could use your name." And Nicholas Cage was like, "Yeah, use my name." And the kid looked so proud and so happy and so touched that somebody that he saw everybody had respect for, right? So before he he just thought he was like a bum, basically. So. He didn't know. But when we start seeing the respect that he's getting from all these different places and how people are treating him and stuff, it just let him know that he, who he was in the presence of. And so, this kid that was like this high shot kid has this nice sports car and dressed nice and all this kind of stuff. Nicholas K saw him when he first saw him and broke him down talking about, you so worried about your vibe and how people see you. He's like, Do you like that car you driving? Do you like that shirt you're wearing? And you care about what people say and you're wearing that kind of stuff and you're driving that? You know, it kind of just broke the kid in a way where. It was, this movie had a lot of stuff where people just had all these airs and they just necessarily wasn't what you thought they were so the kid you thought he was one thing you know pretentious and all this other kind of stuff but he was just a hurt kid from his dad and you saw this guy that you thought was a bum and he was somebody who got tired of the real world saw a lot of things and he he was very truthful upfront and honest and probably the world wasn't ready or at least that part of the world as far as like you know that whole thing with the you know snooty you know uh, restaurants and, uh, and the chefs and that whole world of you know and and he probably just was done with it like he just he knew, he knew the truth of it and was just done with it and even though he was great he probably was just figuring like I don't feel it anymore you know the way everything is getting popularized or turned to all this other kind of frou-frou stuff was not art to him anymore so instead of doing art in a way that wasn't fulfilling to him he rather just step out of it and I thought that was beautiful. I think that's powerful. I think it's strong. Some ways I think I did that. You know, it's like if you ain't feeling good doing it, don't do it. Or we'll find a way to do it where it feels good to you again. So I thought it was very neat, very beautiful lesson. But, um, but yeah, what I was saying about the, the guy saying he could use his name, it just was a beautiful moment because he was touched. It made me think like, he probably think like he can't even use his father's name. You know, like his dad won't even let him go into restaurants where he sells stuff to. Because, you know, that's his, like, territory or whatnot. So he's just trying to do something to prove himself to, 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 you know, almost so he could matter to his dad. His dad doesn't care, but he's just fighting and trying to to be something with him. And the dad, you know, probably wouldn't even let him use his name for anything. And this guy who's this, this, this icon and, and, you know, with, with, with cooking and being a chef and all this other kind of stuff. You know, it says, use my name. Use my name. You know? It was beautiful. It was powerful. So, this mission is going on. He's picking up all this stuff, but it's interesting because he's going to this place. It's not like a funeral home. And he used the guy's name again. The woman who opens the door takes him to this wine cellar, picks out this wine. you he's like, why is this wine here? And he's trying to figure out what she did to that guy, to Robin, and you know, somehow she's connected to him. You know, finds out that his his wife died, and then you had also um, Robin going to this this little cafe or something like that, and he's he's there, and he's talking to his to, you know the owner. And he's saying stuff, and you come to find out he you owned know, that that restaurant, and he said you changed it, and you could tell that she's probably nervous. But he said, she said, all this time that passed, and you never came back, so I didn't know. So, you know, I baked, so I changed it to a bakery. So I'm assuming it used to be a restaurant. And then you kind of find out it was a restaurant that he used to own with his wife. He asked her, like, do you still make this baguette with salt, salted baguette? She's like, yeah, and He said, same recipe? She's like, yeah. And um, that's all he wanted. He didn't want the place back. He didn't want anything from her. And um, it was like a baguette. Gave him the baguette, and she had to eat, like these like these cookie shortbread cookie things, and he's like, "Can I get another one, you know, to go with it?" And she just seemed so happy, and just like slid him over the tray, like, "Take what you want." And uh, he got it and was about to walk out, and she's like, um, "Something," he said, and she just kind of, you know, how you know. She was like, "Yes, chef," and she kind of stood with her her arms behind her back, you know, out of respect for him. And she just kind of grabbed him, tried to give him a hug, and you know, he wasn't really hugging her back, but he seemed like he was glad for her that that she was doing what she wanted to do. And he was walking out, and he said, "You removed the curtains," and she said, "Your wife never never liked them." And then she he said, uh, "Yeah, I think it looks better like this." You know so it was just beautiful but all these places and things he came across and just his influence on it it was just it was just neat it was just so nice to see a story where you learn about a character without somebody just obviously telling you or or it's written down on something or just you know just laying out the plot or whatever it was just nice it was just nice so you see him and the guy they're getting guy got his stuff uh, Nicholas Cage got his stuff and he's headed over back somewhere and they go into this house or this kitchen I'm thinking like where who house is this something like well, maybe it's his house Maybe it's his house. I don't know maybe living in the cabin, you know Out in the wilderness, but he still also has a nice house or whatnot So he's in there cooking with the kid and he's showing the kid how to cook they get done cooking and You find out it's the kids father's house. So the kid goes to see the father and like, you know I cooked you something and the dad's kind of ignoring him like I cooked you something come on out and he came on out and so it's the boy sitting down the father and Nicholas Cage he's cooking and he's bringing out the food and serving the food it's just like so he's serving the food okay Nicholas Cage shows the father the bottle of wine he says your son you know chose this wine and you know the son just looking like you know like this guy that I know my dad respects too Sees this wine, and thinks you know it's a good choice. Now that the guy told my dad it was me who chose it, does he still think it was good? Do he still respect it? So it was interesting to kind of see the kid looking, just to kind of see what response was. So I thought it was really powerful. So he served everybody, and then sat down. And then the dad's eating the food first. He first he didn't eat the food. He's kind of waiting because he's like this dude trying to poison me or whatnot. And you see Nicholas Cage just like go ahead and eat. So Nicholas Cage just start eating and stuff. And then the dad start kind of eating. And he just kind of takes a bite and eats, and he just like falls back in his chair, like, mm, like 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 a familiar smell or familiar song. How it just makes you time travel. That's how that moment was. And then he drank some wine, he just sat back, and he just, he just started kind of breaking. He started just kind of crying. He's like, well, like, why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this to me? He had to leave the room. It was crazy because really, Nicolas Cage's character Ratatouille'd his ass, you know, um, in that movie Ratatouille, when that guy ate that dish. And it just took him back in a time warp and took him back to a kid and just like, brought a tear to his eye because it was just so powerful that connection of a good time it was that meal he had his son cook the meal that he described to Nicolas cage that that one time when his mom and dad went to this restaurant talked about this meal forever and and the chef ended up disappearing that he made that meal and he had his son help cook that meal which which must have been something special to his son too because he knew of the meal because of how it made his family, how it made his parents feel. Like a parents that normally argue and don't get along, they were happy that night because of that meal. You know, that that powerful. And so the dad had to walk away and then um, Nicholas Cage followed him. And he's like, hey, you know, I-, I want my pig. And the guy was still like reluctant to tell him, but he was just like, you know, when I hired those people to take that pig, they were they were rough with him and, you know, rough with her. And, and she didn't survive and he was like kind of bawling when he when he told him the truth about it and Nicolas Cage just fell to the ground, you know, because it was just like that whole thing and just like, man. Like his pet, his friend was 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 gone. And it was just broken, just broken. And then it kind of cut away to a scene where um the son and Nicolas Cage was like, you know, he's gonna take him back. And he, and he takes him back, and he start, stop off at this little cafe to get a little bite or whatnot, and um, and he's like, man, you know, for a while on this journey, I don't know, you know, if I would just stayed home, I wouldn't have known. She would have been alive. But then the boy said a profound truth, but she wouldn't have been. So it was that whole thing where he just kind of fighting, well, you know, what's more important, knowing the truth, or not knowing and and believing something that may or may not be true. Like what's more important to you. So that was an interesting moment, you know? Interesting moment, very interesting. So they get in at the cafe. Nicholas K K said he's thinking about just walking, walking back from there. And And the guy was like, are you all right? And he was like, yeah. And I ask him again, "Are you all right?" He's like, "Yeah." And so Nicholas Cage just kind of walks off, and so the kid gets into his, his car. If I didn't mention before, he got this nice sports car, or whatnot. when whatnot. But he goes in the car, and um, before he before he says goodbye, he's like, "Well, I'll see you Thursday," because Thursday was the day that he would come pick up the truffles from from Nicholas Cage. And also, a thing I forgot to say. Which I thought was pretty neat too. Now, even though there's, you know, you have the pig that sniffs out the truffles to find the truffles. Nicholas Cage mentions that I didn't even need the, the pig to find the truffles. I have a way of finding the truffles myself. And he was like saying, "So why'd you even go through all this?" He's like, "Because you know, I loved her. You know, I loved her. So." It was tragic that the that the pig died, but it was also beautiful and interesting. I thought it was so cool when he said, I'll see you on Thursday. Like when a kid goes, you know, to pick up his um, his truffles from, from Nicolas Cage's character. You know, so it was almost kind of like the kid, he still have a chance to still be successful and do his thing and work his way up, you know? Like even though his dad tried to mess him up, it still didn't stop him. You know, he was still gonna get his truffle. He's still gonna be successful and do his thing. But then, you and then he, you know, Nick Cage walks away, and the boy goes into his car. He thinks he's gonna drive off. At first, I thought, well, maybe he's gonna pick him up and drive him anyway or whatnot. But he ended up just kind of sitting there for a moment. He started kind of tearing up, and he let his seat back and just kind of sat there, kind of curled up and just kind of cried. And I thought that was powerful too. And I'm I wondering. Is that because, you know, this guy really looks out for him and cares for him like a dad and his actual dad doesn't? Or that um, the fact that he thought that his edge and his um, his hustle that he had going was going to be ended and found out it wasn't, it's going to continue? Because when the dude said, hey, I'll see you on Thursday, hey, it's back to normal like they were doing. So it was kind of hard to tell if it was just one thing or a whole bunch of other things, but it was, it was, it was a powerful moment and then it kind of ends with um nicholas cage going back to his to his cabin and he's uh, playing this tape that had his wife singing to him yeah and it just kind of ends with with him just being in his cabin listening to this tape and just kind of a quiet ending it was just interesting i would have never had thought that this uh this movie would have been all that it was I don't know. Maybe the trailer would have told me too much and showed me too much. Actually, I'm going to watch the trailer after I get done with this just to see what was in there. But I like movies that I enjoyed that I didn't see a trailer on. That way I'll just be lost in the journey. Because I tell you, I honestly didn't know what to expect. And I was. it was definitely, everything's unfolding as it went. Like I said, it went from you know, a homeless looking dude to a truffle farmer to somebody breaking and stealing this pig i'm like where's this thing going him being able to cook these elaborate dishes i'm like what is all of this so hopefully you've seen the movie those are my thoughts on the movies those those are the things that stuck out to me that i really appreciated if you're the type of person who didn't mind spoilers and just listen to this even though i would prefer you to had watched it without listening to this first i hope that uh if you have not seen it, I hope that this encourages encourage you to at least check it out if you think it's the kind of film that you uh, would enjoy. Like I said, it's slow burn, but not a slow burn. I, um, it's considered a drama slash thriller. Um, it's definitely different for Nicolas Cage, but like I said, it had a lot of heart. I like how the story developed and unfolded. I liked how everybody kind of mattered to each other in a, in a weird kind of way, how things are connected in a weird kind of way. Circles are small. Uh, you can't take for granted who you think somebody is you know because you don't know. It's a commentary on on the mask that people wear. You know everything is not what it seems. And if you adhere to the to the game, then everything looks like a, a game piece. And sometimes you have to be away from it if it, if it no longer um, if it no longer feeds you or feel you're part of it, You know, sometimes you are rejected from it or you just take yourself out of it. Um, That's very interesting. Very interesting. I would highly recommend it. Uh, Once again, this is my my thoughts and breakdown and talk about of Nicolas Cage's newest movie, simply titled Pig. Till next time.